Welcome to the Growing Parent Podcast. I'm Marla McBride, your host. Are you the mom or dad of a newborn to five-year-old? Do you want to be a great parent but have no idea how? Are you so afraid of messing up your kids that you're overwhelmed by anxiety? Come grow in your parenting confidence through the Growing Parent Podcast, courses, and community. I'm looking forward to serving. Hey, Growing Parent friends. Today, we're going to talk about kids in the kitchen. We're going to go over the why, the how, what to make, and cleaning up. So the first question I need to answer is, why would you cook with your 12-month to five-year-old? Well, the reason you would do that is because it's a life skill. And it's a life skill that takes a lifetime to learn, or at least their lifetime under your roof. The other reason to cook with your kids is because it works on all areas of development. Cooking with your children, preparing food with your children develops all areas of their brain and develops all areas of development. So cognitive development, social emotional development, motor development, language development. So you might you might be wondering how well, how can cooking possibly work in all areas? Well, first of all, let's talk about the cognitive skills that kiddos learn. They learn counting, matching. They learn how to follow a process slash how to follow directions. And what do we want kiddos to be able to do when they come to kindergarten? Follow directions. We learn about relationships. We learn about family traditions. We learn about how to read a recipe. We learn many, many things. Now, obviously, your 12-month-old isn't learning how to read a recipe, but they are watching you follow steps, and they are able to help in their own small way. So this is a very important skill and, and activity to do together. So social-emotional skills, they learn turn-taking, they learn how to wait for instructions, and they develop relationships, experience all kinds of emotions that go on in that time, shared time together. Those are all things that are foundational. So they're, they're skills that take time to learn. It's not a one-and-done Almost everything in early childhood, you have to start very small with a foundation and then you build month after month, year after year over time. So maybe the very basic skill that they learn socially, emotionally is that they sit with mom or dad and they listen. Motor development. They learn how to stir. So stirring with a spoon strengthens the wrist for writing later on. We learn to hold hold our body still, whether that's standing on one of those awesome kids' kitchen towers or standing on a chair with mom or dad right nearby behind them so they don't fall off. Or they're learning about eye-hand coordination and paying attention to what's going on. Language development. They learn new vocabulary words every time you cook, even if it's the same box of brownies. They're able to take in more. They're learning in layers. 
So we learned that the red box is the brownie box. We learned very simple, basic things. And then it accelerates into developing new vocabulary and understanding the process once again. That's part of language development. So the second part of Kids in the Kitchen, how. This is the biggest challenge for most parents is letting their kiddos be kiddos that are age appropriate when they're trying to complete a task. So first of all, if you're in a hurry to get somewhere, you're not going to want to include them in making the meal at the time. But you can include them in something very simple like making brownies. So this is a very intentional time. You're going to want to not be in a hurry. You're going to want to be in a good mindset. And you're going to want to choose something simple. So let's say you're going to make something simple with your 12-month-old. They're not going to sit for the whole process. They may just watch you. They may want to stick their hand in the bowl. You've got to allow them to experience things on the level that is appropriate for them. So what the first thing you're going to do is choose what to make. And I recommend in the very young stages, under two, perhaps even under three, depending on how busy your guy is and how good of a listener that, that they are, you're going to choose something really simple. Brownies are super simple. Brownie mix, that is. You know, it's the mix, water, oil, and two or three eggs, depending on the recipe. You don't need a mixer, you're stirring with a spoon. Very simple. The other thing is you may want to try slice off slice off cookies. Those are very easy to make. Also, you can use, you can give your kiddo a plastic, like plasticware, disposable tableware knife, and you can show them how to cut by holding their hand. That's uh, using a technique called hand over hand. And you're going to put your hand on top of theirs, help them hold it, help them push down, and you're going to talk them through it. You're going to hold their hand and say, mama, help. We're going to put the knife on the cookie dough. And now we're going to push down. Now we're going to make another cut. We're going to push down. And you're going to talk about what you're doing over and over and over again until they develop the strength and the ability to practice that on their own. That's a three to five-year-old skill, depending on your child. So the other thing, veggie dip mix. It's basically sour cream, mayonnaise, and a powdered dip mix. That's three ingredients that you're just pouring in a bowl and stirring. That's another great, super simple way to start cooking with your kiddo. And then you stick some veggies in it and you're giving your child great nutrition. So you've chosen what to make, then you're going to prepare the area. And what I mean by preparing the area, this is an adult's only activity when your child's very young. So you're going to either use the table or the island. If you have one of those great ladder stands for kiddos, you can sit at the table because that might be more doable for your kiddo. You can put your kiddo in the high chair and cook from the high chair. 
you can buy one of those. What I recommend for anything messy play-wise is one of those vinyl tablecloths. They're like 80 inches by 108, I think is what it is. Get the a great big one and put your animals out or away for a time and lay that messy mat out on the floor in your kitchen and bring all the ingredients to the floor. And I know that there's a lot of people that might think that sounds kind of kind of yucky or dirty, but it's really brilliant for your kiddo because your kiddo is going to sit on the floor or in your lap and they're going to sit crisscross applesauce and they're going to have everything right in front of you and your child. So you're going to be able to do hand over hand with stirring until they're able to stir on their own. And remember, they're going to accidentally flick stuff out of the bowl because that's part of the developmental process of learning to stir and cook. So you're going to prepare the area. You're going to lay out the vinyl tablecloth on the floor, or if you want to put it on the table, your kiddo can sit on the kitchen table as long as you are right there by them the entire time supervising them. You cannot walk away from that table. That's why I really like the floor. And you're going to put all your ingredients out before you put bring your kid, invite your kiddo over to the area. So you're going to gather your box of brownie mix or your dip mix and sour cream and mayo, all of your ingredients. You're going to gather those. You're going to sit them out on the table or the floor, wherever you have your stuff. You're going to gather all your tools and you're going to gather everything and sit down and invite, invite your child to come over and help you make brownies, help you make dip, help you cook. And you're going to sit sit together and you're going to begin to make. So let's use brownies as an example. You're going to get the box of brownies and you're going to start talking to your kiddo about the brownies. The brownies come in the red box. Oh, look at the pictures on the back of the box. There's a picture of eggs and you're going to point to it as you're reading it, just like you would read a book to your child. You're going to point to the bottle of oil and water, and then you're going to read the process to the kiddo. You're going to tell them, okay, first we open the box of brownies. Next, we pour the brownie mix in the bowl. Next, we crack eggs. Now you may want to have eggs cracked in advance, but by about five, you can start teaching that skill to your kiddo and they're going to get shells in that because that's that's how we learn. So you'll want them to crack the eggs set into a separate glass bowl where they can see the shells. You're going to teach them how to fish the shells out. You're going to have that set off separately. This is a really great activity to do with siblings. Your older ones can do those harder tasks. So you're going to have the oil and you're going to measure that out. Some of these things you may, depending on the age of your kiddo, if they're really young, you may want to measure all these things out first and then have them come join you. You may want to prepare all of this while they're having their nap so that all you have to do is combine the ingredients once they're up. So you've read the instructions on the back of the brownie mix. You've talked about first we do this, we dump the box in the bowl then we add the eggs, then we add the oil, then we add the water or whatever. And then you're going to show your child how to stir with a wooden spoon. And with brownies, the great thing about brownies is that you're supposed to stir 
approximately 45 strokes. I don't know if the boxes say that anymore, but you can overmix brownies. So you're going to want to count. And your kiddo is just going to be saying the numbers with you, but they're learning to say the numbers right alongside you. And that's a really important foundational pre-math skill. So you're going to mix it up and you're going to talk about the transformations. There's the science and the activity. Wow, the brownie mix was dry and powder. And now we added the eggs and oil and it's wet. It went from dry to wet. Mix that together. Then you're going to reserve the oven activity, putting the brownies in the oven for to be done on your own. So you're going to pour it in the bowl or the nine by 13 or eight by eight dish, whatever you're using, you're going to put that in the oven. And while it's in the oven, you're going to work together to clean up. Every mess made is an opportunity to learn to clean up. When you deny your child of the opportunity to clean up, you guarantee that you will be cleaning up after them as long as they live in your house. You're not going to expect them to clean it up perfectly because they can't yet. And they're not going to do it the way you do it. But you can give them a little dustpan and broom and show them how to sweep up any spilled brownie mix. You can give them a little spray bottle and they can spray water on their mess and then wipe it. And then you're going to help finish up So you're going to finish the job. So they need to be allowed to be participating in that so that you can teach the skill of cleaning up. Then once the brownies come out of the oven, you can enjoy those brownies together once they cool. So this entire process is a wonderful way to teach a variety of skills that are academic and life skills in in nature. And most of all, it really builds your relationship when the adult handles it well. You can't be panicked about mess. You can't get anxious about mess. You just have to remember every mess is an opportunity to learn to clean up. Brownies aren't going to be perfect. And any dish you make with your kiddo is not going to be perfect. It's a learning process. Be okay with your child being a beginner. Be okay with being a beginning parent. And be okay with learning how to be a teacher of your child. I hope that you try this activity. I hope that you love it. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at marla at thegrowingparent.net. I would love to hear how things went and provide any feedback that you may need. Have a great day. Thanks for listening today. I pray this has blessed you. 